Welcome to This Wayfaring Life, where we celebrate coming fully alive to the adventure of following Jesus. I'm your host, Dawn Jackson. Each week, we lean into stories and conversations of faith and hope seasoned with just enough grit to give you traction. I'm glad you're here. Well, it's so good to be back here with you on this Wayfaring Life. And as I'm recording this, it is another beautiful fall day here in Southern California. Definitely my favorite time of the year. And this episode, it's being released two days before Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to all of you. This is actually my favorite holiday. I love Thanksgiving. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, I, I, I love the message of Christmas, uh, but that holiday itself, it just feels like it's become so materialized and busy, it often just feels exhausting. There's just something special about Thanksgiving when you're just getting together to hang out with family and friends and slowing down a bit. And so this is a special holiday trail episode, which I'll get to here in just a few minutes. Uh, because first, first we have this week's shout out. So since this is a special trail episode, I'm going to do the shout out to a really cool annual hiking challenge called the Six Pack of Peaks Challenge. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of this before. I've done it before. I think this is super cool. My understanding, and I didn't fully research it before recording here, but if I remember right, uh, this challenge started when the organizer was training to hike the John Muir Trail, which the John Muir Trail, I have had the opportunity to do. It is outstanding. It is amazing. Um, I'll have to do some episodes um, on that one as well. But anyway, it's a 220-mile uh, trail that starts in Yosemite and ends at Mount Whitney. It goes, uh, it goes down the Sierra and um, through a bunch of passes, and it is stunning. So he was training for it, and he lives down here in Southern Cal, and so he needed to find a way to train. And so he decided to look around in our own mountains here, the San Gabriels and the San Bernardinos, and he chose six mountains and uh, to summit, basically as his training. So he would get out and in a sense, try to do the easier ones first, although there is nothing easy about Mount Wilson. And that's usually the first one on the list. And the reason it's done first is it usually doesn't have snow on it. So you can start on that one a little bit earlier and it, it could be really hard though. So anyway, it started with these six peaks that he picked here in SoCal. And with the idea being that as long as you would hike this peak, put it in your training plan, get that one done. And then maybe two weeks later, get on to the next one. You could train to get ready to be in the Sierra to do the John Muir trail. And over the course of the years, that was, I think this is the 10th year for the SoCal version of this. Over the course of the years, we of course have a lot of fires in this area. So when there's fires, different peaks get closed for a season so that the trails and the, um, all the plants and all of that, the foliage can recover. And so he then added in other peaks. And so I think in the SoCal version of six pack, you now choose six peaks out of, I think 11 or 12 or something like that. And basically it, it's about, it's committing to get six peaks done. And, um, what's cool is if you join the six pack a peak challenge, you pay a fee for it and it goes to a really great organization and they give some of their money away as well to, um, help youth, uh, be trained in the outdoors. They also here in Southern Cal, they support like a, a hike for heroes, which is done, um, up here at Mount Baldy. So they give money to some really good causes. 
Um, but what you can do is you can do this with family and friends. Like if you're like, you know what, I'd really like to get my fitness game going. You can commit to saying, you know what, let's take on the six pack of peak challenge this year. And you have all year to complete the challenge. And there's like patches and I don't know, different things that you can get when you register. And then I don't know if they still do it or not, but they used to have some type of like an, uh, an, uh, a dinner at the end for anybody who finished. You'd have to look at the website to see um, if they still do that. But actually, as I jumped on the website today, I was super excited to see this because it's not just SoCal anymore. Um, that's the original one. That's the one that's going to be 10 years old this next year. So if you live here, like I do in, in Southern Cal, in the LA County, San Bernardino County area, the one that's closest to us is the SoCal version. And, um, that's going to be a 10 year, it's going to be a 10 year anniversary one, which is super cool, but he has expanded it. And so let me just read to you. Cause some of you listen to this from other States. Some of you listen from other parts of the world, but some of you are listening from other states. And I want you to know what else is out there because maybe maybe one of his six-pack of peaks is in a state near you. I don't know. But here's all the different opportunities to do this challenge. The Adirondacks, that's in New York. Appalachian, I don't know how... Somebody who's Southern, tell me how to say that right. But anyway, Appalachia, it's somewhere in the Appalachian Mountains. I don't know if it looks like the cutout looks like that might be the... West Virginia area or something like that. Um, Arizona. There's the central coast of California, central Oregon, Colorado, Lake Tahoe, Las Vegas, New England, New Mexico, Northern California, the Pacific Northwest, San Diego area, uh, San Francisco Bay area. You've got the Southern California one and Utah. Like that's a lot. And like, I get super excited because I want to like, I'm going to read through these and take some trips with friends and go hike some peaks. So anyway, shout out goes to these guys. They're getting ready for the 2024 year. I believe there's a discount right now if you pre-register and cool thing to do with family and friends. And I'm actually, as I was looking through it, I was like, wow, how could I potentially tie this into something on my website with this wayfaring life where anybody who's a way, this wafering life, a podcast listener and taking on the six pack of peaks. Maybe we can develop a little community piece so that you can know who else is doing it. And if you want to try to meet up do hikes together and things like that, that could be sort of cool. So let me look at that. Think about that. Um, I'm yeah, I'm going to try to see if I can figure out how we can connect some of you, especially if you're living here in LA County, San Bernardino County, maybe Orange County. And if you want to meet up to do some hikes with other people who are listening to the podcast as well, that'd be an awesome way to make some new friends and to get out and to enjoy the outdoors. So shout out to them. Six pack of peaks. Um, I have hiking fever right now. I just got to be completely honest with you. I have, I call it Sierra longings. I did not get a chance to go and backpack in the Sierra this last summer. Um, part of it was because my permits that I did have got canceled because there was so much snow in the Sierra and my permits were early in July and the road had been destroyed from the winter that they canceled all of our permits. Um, so, uh, you can bet I'm getting up there next summer, but I just, man, I look outside and just want to be out there. And, uh, so it's so that, you know, here we are, it's Thanksgiving week. And lots of people get excited about Black Friday shopping and maybe you're some of those folks. And I say, hey, good for you. I've never been the girl that's going to get up at midnight to go to Target or wherever you're going to go. 
But uh, a lot of people do that. And I know you get some amazing deals, which is awesome. But I really loved it when a few years ago, REI started out this whole opt out to opt outside on Black Friday. In other words, they weren't going to open their stores on Black Friday. Instead, they were going to encourage all of their employees and everybody who shops there to get outside and go hiking. And that is far more my jam. So in honor of opting outside, this is a special trail episode of this wayfaring life. So in this one, we're going to simply talk trails, folks. Um, we will definitely getting back to like what it looks like to walk uh, this wayfaring life and following Jesus and all of that. Um, but you know, I, I use a lot of trail metaphors and I just really love being outside and being honest with you when I'm outside smelling the air, seeing the flowers and just being with friends. I just sense the presence of God out there. So I highly recommend getting outside. So today though, what I want to do is I want to share with you my top five recommendations for something local in this Eastern San Gabriel Valley area. It's really going to be centralized primarily like Glendora and Laverne. Um, but in case you'd like to get outside over this weekend and enjoy the fresh air. Now I know that hiking is not for everybody. So actually the very first one you can even just do as a road walk to walk off that Thanksgiving extra, you know, stuffing that you had, uh, too much green bean casserole, the pie, whatever it is. Um, and, uh, so that the first one you can do as a road walk or a trail, it is very flat and beautiful. So beautiful it'd be an amazing place to go out with your family. I know I've done that with my family after we eat to go out and do this. The second one also such a fun little trail. Like you can just do the first mile of it and it's all along a stream bed. And I know this week here in SoCal, the weather's beautiful. So they can go, your kids could play in the water. They'd have a great, great time. So you might want to at least listen through those first two. The third one's really cool too. Like, you know, the third, the last two are hard. So if you're my hardcore folks, hang on with me. I'm going to get you to two hard ones that you might want to take on this week, but the first two really easy. The third one's fairly easy as well. So let's just sort of jump into those. But actually, before we get into these recommendations, I do want to say a few things is that please, please, please be aware of your current health and fitness level. Um, these are, you know, you, you are, there'll be some places where there are some hills, especially the last two hikes can be very challenging. They are very challenging, very difficult. So make sure, um, that you and your doctor feel that you are good enough to, by good enough. I mean like healthy, strong enough. You're, you're good enough. Like I, you have value, <laughs> but that you are strong enough to go and do these things. And you're like, Don, is this like a, you know, am I trying to protect myself? Is this a disclaimer? It is sort of a disclaimer. I just want you to use wisdom and where you're going. You know you, okay? And also in these, these are wilderness areas. So there are critters. Um, and I just want to be truthful on that. It's not like I see critters, big critters every day by any means. Um, but any of us who actually live in the foothill communities, all you got to do is jump on the ring app and look at the videos, uh, people's ring apps catch at nighttime of what's walking through the neighborhoods here in Glendora and San Dimas and Sierra Madre and, you know, all the different areas, Laverne, and you're going to see bears and mountain lions walking through the neighborhood. If they're walking in the neighborhood, they're in the hills. For the most part, they're going to leave you alone. You're out there probably with family and friends. You're making a lot of noise. They, they don't want anything to do with you. Um, but be, as they say, be bear aware and um, keep your small children with you. So uh, there are critters out there. I rarely ever, I probably have seen 
I've seen a bear, oh gosh, in Glendora, maybe in my trails in Glendora, maybe twice in all the years I've been doing this. I've seen one in Laverne once. So can it happen? Sure. Does it, is it often and frequent? No. Uh, so be critter aware. And then let's see here. Um, the two hard ones, like, like I said, are very hard. You're going to need shoes, friends, especially for those last two ones. You're going to need shoes with really good grippy soles. Uh, I use trail runners because I like those better. Um, some people prefer boots. You need to go with what works for you. And then make sure you got a strong heart and lungs for the last two I'm going to talk about. Um, and you know what? These are amazing. The last two, I don't want to scare you away. They're, they're a worthy goal. If you're just getting into this, maybe keep them um, in the back of your mind, something to do to work up towards, especially if you're just starting out. And then please, please respect the trail and please don't cut the switchbacks. Sometimes people want to try to take a shorter route. So they get off trail to cut through the switchbacks and that actually destroys the switchback process. It causes trail erosion. So please don't do that. Um, and please don't leave trash. As a matter of fact, if you see trash, pack it out with you. Maybe pick it up if it's not super gross and get it to a trash can. And this is huge. <laughs> if you want to listen to music, earbuds are your friend. Um, I get it. If you want to listen to music, that's awesome. But not everybody else wants to listen to music on the trail. So trail etiquette is put some earbuds in, enjoy your tunes as you go. And if you take your dog, please keep him on a leash. Um, they just, it's just kinder to everybody else that are around you. Plus if they see a deer, you don't want to lose your dog when he or she goes chasing a deer, bring water for them too, especially if it's a trail with no water. Um, dogs suffer out there sometimes. And I've heard rescue stories and very sad stories of people who've taken their dogs and they probably shouldn't have taken them at the time of day when it was warm and just, um, yeah, injuries that have occurred. So be aware. There are also, of course, the occasional rattlesnakes. I've only seen a few rattlesnakes in all my years going up there, especially if you go in the morning hours. And this time of year, it's more rare. But here we go, friends. So the very first one is the easiest one. This is the one I am calling fully family friendly, Big Dalton. So this is in Glendora, and I'm going to put the links to each of these for the trailheads for you to find them easily in the show notes. But Big Dalton, this is a family-friendly walk slash hike. It's in Glendora, and basically it's uh, it's just a little ways up Glendora Mountain Road. Um, you make a right turn on Big Dalton Road, and you follow the road to whichever parking lot, which are dirt lots, that you decide to use. And you can walk on that road up and back if you do the whole thing. It's like maybe two two and a half miles total if you go out and back and you're going to be under a lot of oak trees. You're going to be able to hear and see the stream often. Um, there are two bridges that go over the stream that are beautiful bridges. There's actually a third bridge too, that you have to get down onto the trail. Actually, there's a fourth one. If I'm thinking about it, there's two more smaller bridges, but that's off the trail from the road. You have access to these big bridges. And, um, one of them in particular takes you over to a section with picnic tables and there's bathrooms there. I told you this was family friendly. Um, there's water running right now, and uh, that which is really rare this time of year because usually it's still a bit early. But we haven't hit our rainy season yet, but we've just had so much rain this year that there's water running still in our streams, and it's gorgeous. Your kids would love it back in there. Watch for poison oak. Um, basically, just stay on the trail, or if you're riding along the stream bed. Uh, not touching any of the plants that are along the stream bed, you'll be good, but there's water. Kids have fun back in there. It is 
absolutely gorgeous. And so if you want the trail version, if you don't want to be on the road, the road is great. Like after eating Thanksgiving, I'm going to try to tuck my family into this to drive up there and take a walk along the road and just work off that pie. It's really nice. But right along the stream bed is a it's almost completely flat, small little tiny rises in the trail. There's a trail that follows all along the stream bed. And it's, um, it is beautiful back in there. You will not know that you are in Glendora. You're going to be like, where am I? Um, there's some buildings back in there that the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts use, as does the city of Glendora for, they call it, the kids at least in town call it mud camp or dirt camp. Dirt camp. Uh, we have a day camp that happens here in Glendora during spring break. And a lot of kids take part in it and they get to go up there and do arts and crafts. And I think archery and all types of cool stuff. So anyway, that's the first one. And there's your, and that is the easiest one. Another one that's very fun. And it also is very easy is I'm calling it the fun Creek crossing trail because it's actually known as Monroe, Monroe truck trail. And it's in Glendora. You also drive up Glendora mountain road past the gate to the first hairpin turn. And you park right at that hairpin turn. You'll see a turnout right in front of you, as well as if you go around the hairpin, you'll see a turnout there to park in. And there's a gate right around that hairpin turn. You're going to see a gate. That's where the trail starts. And what makes this road, this trail so fun is all the water crossings. I just ran up there this morning. There is still so much water coming down in this stream, but there are uh, rocks that are placed across so that you could hop across on the rocks to keep your feet dry. And, um, and so, and there's lots of water crossings. Your kids would love it. Once again, you got to watch for poison oak. Um, but if you stay on trail, you're going to be fine. And you get about a quarter mile up, you're going to find a tire swing. Um, and I, you may have seen this in my socials. I've posted pictures of it before. It's a super cool tire swing. So take your kids up there, or if you're a kid at heart, you can go play up there, swing on that swing. Super cool. Now, if you follow it, it's like a mile along the, the stream. And then after it, it finishes with the stream bed, it goes around this right turn and it begins this climb and it's a moderate climb. And this is a running trail too. So like, and a mountain biking trail, a lot of people go up there with their bikes. Um, so you could actually go, if you do the entire trail to the end, it's seven miles and it takes you to the top of Glendora mountain road. And then you turn around and, and come back another seven, you can get 14. A lot of folks, what they like to do is go that first mile and they, they might turn back or they might go around and keep going to about mile 2.2 or so, you're going to come out at a clearing where you're going to see two other trails meeting up with you. One is poop out trail and one is mystic. And you're at this spot where you have an incredible view of the San Gabriel Valley looking out towards Los Angeles. And if it's clear, you might even get a glimpse of Catalina. So it's a gorgeous trail. You can do as much as it as you'd like, then just head back down the way that you came. So cool trail, Marshall, um, uh, Monroe truck trail, third trail. Number three, I call this the urban trail and it's Marshall Canyon and it's in Laverne. This is one of my favorite running trails. And there's always lots of people out there hiking it. Um, in what's in on this trail, you can get turned around, um, but you're not going to get lost because it's literally an urban trail. In other words, it's running through neighborhoods in the city of Laverne. So on one side of the Canyon, there's neighborhoods. And on the other side, there's neighborhoods and you're just in this Canyon. So there are different trails that go different directions. It would be way too difficult for me to try to tell you exactly how I run it because 
it just would be hard. There's just too many trails that come off it, but you can go back in there. And, um, you, if you take a spur trail, you'll run up end up in a neighborhood and then just come back down to the main trail again. The worst case scenario, you'd end up in another neighborhood and you'd have to, you know, hoof it to your car through neighborhoods or call an Uber. But basically I'm going to put, you're going to park on the corner of Via Dimension and Orangewood Drive. And then you're going to, you cannot park on Orangewood Drive. All right. There's no parking without a permit on Orangewood Drive. So park on Via Dimension. Then you're going to walk a short little distance, just a short little distance down to a wash. And then you're going to make a left on that wash. You're going to see that's where our trail starts. You're going to follow the wash for just a short distance. And it's going to drop you right into Marshall Canyon. Um, if you decide to do all of this, this would actually take you all the way. Um, you go up at one point, you go up on the, a golf course that used to be there that they are no longer, they're going to develop it at some point. So it's not maintained anymore, but you'll be on to this old golf golf course and you'll just follow it a bit of a way, follow the trail and it'll drop you right back into the Canyon again. And if you stay on it and as you wander around on it, you could actually end up at the Claremont Mills loop, which some of you might be aware of that five mile loop. So it's absolutely beautiful back in there. Um, this is where a few weeks ago, there were some fig trees along the part by the golf course that were ripe. And I was picking figs and eating figs while I was out on my run. Yeah, life was good. So Marshall Canyon, um, and this is definitely appropriate for kids and stuff as well. They'd love to play in the stream. Um, once again, lots of poison oak, poison oak. All right, friends, for those of you that are fit, in fact, that's uh, sort of what I'm naming this. This is the, the trail for fit folk. All right. And that one is the church of the open door trail to the Garcia cross. I get asked all the time by people, Don, did they ever reopen Garcia trail? Garcia trail was so popular. And I used to take people from church up that trail all the time, especially for good Friday. And we would have uh, communion and worship at sunrise at good Friday at the Garcia cross at this cross that sits on top of the mountain right behind Glendora. And of course uh, the uh, Colby fire that we had back in 2014, just burned that whole mountain and destroyed the trail. Well, church of the open door allowed from my friend, Steve to put a trail in from their property. He and a bunch of workers from their church, from church of the open door, they put this in and the church is totally cool with people using it. They call it the nature trail and you basically access it from their property. So Google church of the open door, get up to their property. The gate opens around 6am. You drive up through their property. And when you watch, there's going to be a wash to your left as you wash, as you watch the wash to the left, you're going to see a place where there's like a footbridge that goes over the wash. Then look to the right, park in that parking lot. And then you're going to start the trail by walking over that footbridge. And that's where it starts. And it's steep friends. This is steep. Um, it climbs about, about a thousand feet in a mile uh, to take you up to the ridge line and then up to that Garcia cross. The views are stunning. Um, this was an area that was burned in the, the fire, the, but the fire was in 2014. So, so much of the foliage has grown back. There are flowers and especially when it's rainy season, it's, it greens up and it's gorgeous, but it's steep. Not, I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to have switchbacks. Some of them are exposed. So I would recommend going in the cool of the early morning. Um, but what's cool is they've also put in some benches along the way and there's a picnic table part way up. 
And then there's some signs with cool Bible verses along the way as well. So uh, once you get about two thirds of the way up, you're going to look to the ridge and you'll see the cross. And then once you actually get to the ridge line, you pop off onto the ridge and then you go to the left and it'll take you right up to the cross. We, there's the cross and there's a bench. And, um, and that whole motorway there is known as the Glendora motorway in our running crew. We call it the Ridge. You could actually take that all the way over to Glendora mountain road. If you travel East on it, um, there's, it's really beautiful up there. You get a view as well of the back range of the San Gabriel's and all of Azusa Canyon. So, uh, that is the, the trail for those who are fit for the fit folks. And then the last one I'm calling wicked hard because it is. And it's poop out trail in Glendora. Uh, this is actually a fire break and it's on the corner of, uh, Glendora mountain road and big Dalton and, um, the big Dalton hotshot fire crew, the guys that go to fight the fires that live here or that are, um, stationed here in Glendora, they use this trail to train their firefighters, like carrying, you know, hoses and, shovels and all the heavy equipment up and down. Anyway, this trail is crazy steep. It's only about three quarters of a mile long with about 725 feet of gain, but there's parts of it where you literally may have to use, when I say all fours, what I mean by that is not just your feet. You might use your hands as well as you climb up. Um, make sure you got good footing on this one. And, uh, you get to the top of this and it actually meets up with Monroe truck trail, which I already mentioned earlier. It also meets up with mystic trail. So I like to do this trail going up and then I go down mystic to save my knees. I don't like going down poop out the knees. Nah, I don't like doing that to my knees. So I go up poop out and then I go down mystic. It drops me back down into big Dalton. And then it's just a short road walk back to my car. So, um, it's, uh, it's an, it, you get some great views and you will get a good, a good workout. Like you will, you will work off not just this year's Thanksgiving dinner, but also last year's Thanksgiving dinner, right? Pretty amazing. Anyway, those are the top five, my friends that I would recommend right now. Um, long about as soon as we get close to the Christmas season here in a few weeks, I'll put out another trail edition and get some other trails out there to you. In fact, if there's some local trails you've heard of that you'd like to know a little bit more about and want my opinion on, feel free to, uh, to direct message me on my IG account, which is run Don Jackson. And I'll try to incorporate any of those into the next, uh, trail edition trail episode that I'll do in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, friends have a fabulous Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy your family, your friends, uh, get some time to rest, relax. Um, and of course a heart that's grateful for all that God, for who he is and all that he's done for us. It's good to just take some time, not just at Thanksgiving, but especially at Thanksgiving, um, to just really be grateful, to truly be grateful. Have a great week, my friends. I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me today on This Wayfaring Life. If you'd like more information on coaching with me, head over to thiswayfaringlife.net, where I offer growth coaching for life, leadership, and spiritual formation. See you next time.